now serving butter and bacon. The good stuff. Out of everyone in the out of everyone in the hundred acre wood, Piglet is the one that I am. <laughs> like my personality and everything. I'm definitely Piglet. Oh, oh! I don't know, Pooh. Should you be doing that? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely me. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, oh. oh, that's funny. And I'm I'm like a weird amalgam of Tigger and Owl. I was going to say maybe Dean. I'm trying to think of who is like kind of. Rabbit. Rabbit. Yeah, rabbit. Maybe that's maybe that's Dean. Dean is just so annoyed at everyone not doing what they're supposed to. I take offense to that. (laughs) Well, Well, you're not either. You try to. Dean tries to keep us on topic and then we're just like, nope. (laughs) I'll I'll settle for a Christopher Robin maybe, but. That's, well, hmm. Uh, uh. We're all figments of your imagination. Wrong universe. Oh, although apparently, apparently all the universes are connected. <sighs> yeah, right. Well, one of the things that we are connected to is our listeners. Hi, thank you for stopping by and listening to Butter and Bacon, where we discuss the good stuff of Disney. I am Polly. With us again, live from Walt Disney World, but a little more sedate is Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> And, <laughs> and also returning is Dean. Hello, Dean. Hi, Paul. Okay, Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for noticing me. Just <laughs> uh, over here on the corner. Well, while, while we are not actually in Pooh Corner, or Polly Corner, um, we are discussing uh, yeah, a little bit of uh, an addition that is in a little corner of Walt Disney World called Epcot, uh, specifically the Festival of the Arts that is going on right now. Kind of a new addition, not edition, like new edition, but um, right. <laughs> All I can think of is new kids on the block songs right now. This isn't helping. Hey, they had a bunch of hits. They did. Chinese makes me sick. But you know, don't call oh. Wow, wow, yeah, that was good. Oh, As I man. dropped the LL Cool J reference. Um, in any event, literally, Epcot is adding yet another festival to add to the flower and garden, the food and wine, the festival and the arts, the summer of baking, the, uh, you know, what have you, Christmas celebrations, all that stuff. But oh. is, is Epcot too reliant on their festivals these days? Do you think? I mean, it, that's like the first thing that popped into Disney Twitter's head, and I, I, I'll, I'll let you know my thoughts if you want to think about it. I kind of think it's like, you know what, if we keep doing festivals, people will keep showing up, and people will stop noticing that we haven't had a new, brand new attraction in over a decade. I think you can counter that by saying, let's stop pretending Epcot should behave like the amusement park style theme park, and accept Epcot for what it is, which may be best run with festivals. Valid. Amy? Well, I like fun. I enjoy fun. And wow. festivals in general... We had a couple songs. Festivals in general are fun. And 
there's not any extra added cost to a lot of the stuff that's in these festivals. Amy could be there right now. You know, I I was actually going to go last Friday. And then I got detoured by lunch at Boathouse. That would detour me. Uh, that yeah. w- I was like, I'm coming. <laughs> Just hold on. We're going home. <laughs> ran to yeah. the bus. <laughs> it's hard to do these things alone. Just hold on. We're going home. So I ran to the bus. Wow. Well, hold, on, hold on for one more day. That's no, a different I, E to the Beat concert. I, we went from Drake to Wilson Phillips. I think that is... We, we, we call that an upgrade. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Wow. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Well, musical throwdown. We have, we've just lost our entire Drake fan listenership. The, the Drake fans all, are all two, be... All I two of them. I didn't mean to offend both of you. <laughs> The yeah, Drake fans the- are gonna start a start a Twitter war against our Twitter account at Butter and Bacon. Ooh, yes, where you can find the latest and greatest of the good stuff, yes. hot and fresh. So festivals have- are in fact fun. Yes. <laughs> yes, festivals Agreed. are fun. There's not any extra added charge to most of the stuff that you can Very do at true. these festivals. You can walk through the art exhibit with the Mary Blair and Herb Ryman art, which looks excellent. I gotta tell you, Epcot Epcot concept art is my favorite concept art. It is the best of the good stuff. Ooh. It's the best stuff. It is the gooder of the good stuff. It is buttered bacon fried chicken style. Lollipop. As a lollipop. That's a lollipop. <laughs> With a side and of a cornbread of cornbread from, <laughs> <laughs> from Aunt Polly's carryout at um, at Fort All right, Wilderness. Now, it- if I'm being fair, and I, I am pro-festival, it doesn't bother me that much if they even do something over the summer and make it year-round. What I don't like about the festivals is it does seem to detract from what actually exists at Epcot. Particularly in World Showcase. I think it gets a little overrun with particularly the food booths and some of the other things that go on during that. So I, I do not like the fact that, to me, it becomes more just about the festival and kind of it's like, here, pay attention to our festival stuff. Pay no attention to the stuff in the background, which is actually Epcot. Yeah. And and it's funny because it, it on the surface, it sounds like you're contradicting yourself. I know. That's but the struggle. I, but I think if you actually break down your feelings on it, 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 it actually doesn't contradict. And this is what I mean. Epcot is not your normal theme park. You are correct. It is something to be more experienced and savored and feel like you're actually transported to someplace else, either a place in time or a place in space. Um, you know, I, I am transported to uh, China. I am transported to Mexico. I am actually outside at a plaza you know, at, at nightfall, but in fact, it's 11 o'clock in Florida on a blazing hot day. That being said, you are right. Those festivals, they kind of scream, look at me, look at me, look at me. And they don't really allow an interaction. I think there's a lot less um, integration with the park than I think could happen. I think Flower and Garden 
does the best at integrating into the park. And I think that's just the, the way that they do the landscaping. I know, Amy, you've, you've commented on that before, the planters and, you know, the flowers and stuff like that that get, that get planted. How is the art integrated into the theme park? Or is it a, ah, let's just put this here. Are you talking to me? Yes. <laughs> are you talking to me? Because you are. You are talking to me. Boots on the ground. Did you rub my lamp? Did you bring me here? Uh, <laughs> um, oh, oh I mean, the Kentucky New York accent is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Um, Gangster, y'all. <laughs> y'all. Um, I think that. Uh, I mean. Honestly, I've always kind of thought that, at least in World Showcase, all of the topiaries are just kind of like, plop, here you go. You know, they're not integrated. Um, I think that the flower bed over... The flower bed over by imagination and the land that they do along the... the, Water, yeah. I don't think that has a name, yeah. Right. I mean, there's, there's, you know, the butterfly garden... um, you know, there. I think that most of the. This is just my opinion. I know people will disagree, but I think that it's just kind of like here you go. Like, uh, how much integration can you really do? I mean, it's outside of the pavilions, and sometimes there's characters, and especially in Future World, they're not going to be real, real relevant. I guess. Um, I don't well, know. But I, I guess it, I guess that's what I mean, though, because I, it, it, as an example, the. Um, holiday time storytellers in Epcot, they are mm-hmm. integrated. Yes, because I they match like, up with the country. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, well, and also they're they're within the pavilion. They're not in front of the pavilion. That's a very good point Taking too. Over the pavilion. That's a very good point too. And so you know they do have the various food booths, and I know and and I know we're jumping around onto the different festivals, but that's kind of the, that's kind of the point. If Epcot is is becoming festival central, and the festivals themselves are starting to. to slur together it's now flower and food and garden and wine and you know it blooms and booze i believe yeah, is blooms and booze is a very very <laughs> very good description um where you're walking past let's say canada and you've got the florida booth or argentina that doesn't say canada to me mm-hmm. i almost would prefer and i brought this up on twitter so this isn't you know a revelation for this show if they put the other countries more like what they did for the millennium celebration in the millennium village showplace building mm-hmm. and leave epcot more those countries you know have those pavilions be the pavilions have the food and wine and have you know horticulture you know for flower and garden have art from those countries showcased you can't tell me that there isn't representative art that can be that can be shown, even if it is in the style of. And Figment is all over the place, but have the other stuff that isn't part of World Showcase in World Showplace, or integrate it even more into Future World, and really put it into the former, you know, Wonders of Life Pavilion. I mm-hmm. I, I feel like that would alleviate a lot of the guest complaints of the lines are too long for the stands. It's hot. You're outside. There's no shade. You can't walk, and you're just constantly inundated with people that are just festival goers. 
where mm-hmm. you can be inside, you can be air conditioned. I loved the Millennium Village that they had set up. I mean, we Me went too. in 2000. That was fantastic in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's specifically, great. the Israel. I think it was like multi-story, if I remember correctly. You went upstairs. Oh, there was an there was like an attraction. I think. Yeah. I, why can't they do that? They have all year to plan one festival. You have different teams planning the different festivals. Go for it. Turn uh-huh. that into a one, true convention I think space. I think one of their big problems is they can't decide if this stuff is temporary or permanent. Yep. It's, it's, and, I mean, it's you, temporarily you can see it permanent. Just, exactly. You can even see it within the booths themselves that they bring out. Yeah. You know, it's and maybe that's what we're going to see, you know, jumping completely topics with uh, the uh, over in uh, Tomorrowland, you know, with the, uh, what, do you, what do they call those things that are coming down? Cabanas? The cabanas. Oh, yeah, the, the, the thing? Yeah. <laughs> jingle bell, jingle banner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jingle bell, jingle cabana. You know, they didn't know if those were going to be permanent or temporary, so they kind of went sort of midstream on it. And I think we're seeing... And it shows, though, in those Tomorrowland exactly. cabanas. Yeah. They're like, t- they're like... Like cheap tents, man. They're like right. they're like wedding rehearsal dinner tents. Yeah, they're not good. So I think we've seen some of the festival stuff progress through that that sort of transition as well, where the the booths used to be more like a pop up kiosk, and now they're more of a wooden built structure. And some of them have become a little bit more permanent, where they don't even take them out or take them off uh, show. When right. they're not being used. Right. And that's part of where I think we're seeing this permanence of the year-round festival. It's like, okay, we now have this building, and if we don't use it, it's just going to be a dead space for the next three months until we get to the next festival. Yeah. How can we utilize it? So jumping around again, if you think about like Main Street, you know, Magic Kingdom at Christmas time, Christmas is very much Main Street and not much else. You get a little bit over here, a little bit over there. And I feel like with the festival, you know, particularly the you know, the arts and also the food and wine, they need to do more of doing it throughout the entire park instead of overwhelming World Showcase. And I think that's what bothers me the most, particularly the food and wine food booths. You don't get a ton in Future World. There's a bunch of empty spaces they could be using, and instead they overwhelm the countries that are there by putting up two and three booths in front of them that have nothing to do with that country. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not, you know, I have not been down there, obviously. I don't know what they're doing with the arts festival, but... You know, kind of like what Paul was saying, if you use some of that, you know, go in the Wonders of Life Pavilion, that's usually the festival center, and then have remnants of the festival, not just there and then in World Showcase, but take up, take over some of those dead spaces in Future World. Maybe they should be using interventions right now, unless they're actually doing construction inside there. But instead of overwhelming each individual country, I have no problem them adding an additional booth for that country, and adding booths between the countries, although not to the volume that they do now, but make better use of the entire park for each of these festivals. Do you think that's just too much for them to manage? Mm. That's a really good question. I'm looking at a map right now. I have a Festival of the Arts map, at least. And it looks like most of the offerings for Festival of the Arts that are in Future World are merchandise. So, hey, you can buy... Festival of the Arts merchandise over here at Mouse Gear. You can buy it over here at the um, at the gift stop that's toward the bridge between Future World and World Showcase. And then they have a little bit of something over... Let's see. I mean, this looks like it's in Innoventions. They have a little merchandise logo over there behind... Looks like it's back there behind where Electric Umbrella is. But besides that, like, they're not using the Wonders of Life 
right now. They're using Odyssey instead. Um, I mean, you ask me, I wonder if it's too much for them to handle. I mean, I don't know why they don't use Future World more. Let me just say that. I don't know why they don't use... They have a lot of sprawling spaces. They have a lot of walkway space. Um, especially over there between the land and Imagination. There's a lot of space over there that they could be using. Yeah, there's a ton. Um, yeah, all be sore in stroller parking. Right, <laughs> there, exactly. Oh, there is man. space over there. Yeah, there's so much space in Future World. And also, I don't know what they're doing. Like, right now on the map, there's only one location labeled as Innoventions, even though there are two buildings of Innoventions. They only have one labeled as Innoventions. That. And it's pretty, pretty much only, like... Baymax, the Baymax meet and greet, and then the Join Sadness yeah. meet and greet. That's pretty much all that's over there. And then there's the the color. All that's over in Innovations is Sadness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there is no. <laughs> and, and a way to rate your pain. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we got Baymax. He's gonna <laughs> the Baymax pain scale. Oh my goodness! So fitting. But yeah, I mean, they should. And contrary to Drunko's belief, I don't think they're going to bulldoze one of the buildings. Yeah, I don't either. I don't think they would. Um, gosh, but what the heck are they going to put it? I mean, hopefully it's not just going to go to, like, storage. You know what I mean? Like, hopefully we're not going to lose that space as a guest it's gonna space. It's going to be DVC. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, talking about Future World. I mean, I'm... Better there than Caribbean Beach. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah my I, gosh. I'm not, that, we can oh. talk about that next episode. Oof. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a whole other topic. But... I, Odyssey is sort of a halfway future world and halfway world showcase, I guess. I'm thrilled that Odyssey has come back as a guest space. I'm really, I'm really glad. I mean, it, in food and wine, they've used it in past years, but I haven't been in Odyssey, but someone said that they took off like the, the coverings over the windows, apparently, and like it's oh. opened up again. Someone tweeted that. I haven't seen it myself. But they, they took that off, and so, I mean, that's great. They're, they're actually, that's another reclaimed space that hadn't been used. So maybe it'll be opened back up and used year-round for other things. Well, but yeah, and, and I, I, I wish that they, they would the use Cup Future there. World more. Yeah, yep. I mean, I love what they did with the World Cup at the Odyssey, but I agree. Future World is so, it, it needs the vitality that the festivals bring. Because I feel like the vitality is always there in World Showcase, and you don't need it there. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the really happy person going to a conference about how to be happier. <laughs> you don't need that. <laughs> and the thing is, Future World, though, when you walk through it, it always feels busy. Because there are there's not much to do, but people are milling yes. around either looking for stuff to do or waiting for the Fast Pass times to come around. Or so walking the yeah, or, or, or just like wandering. Pavilions. Yes, yeah. I mean, there, there's this. The uh, Dean and I were just saying there's so much walkway space, like over between the land and Journey into Imagination. There's like that huge esplanade space right yes. in front of Imagination. Yes. They could use that for something. The, the The space up there right now where Captain EO is gone. There's the the Disney Visa photo opportunity there in the old Figment photo place, but there's a huge space up there around the jumping fountains and things. I mean, there are places that they could definitely put some stuff. Even the walkway between Mission Space and Test Track, there's like a walkway between those two. And it seems like exhibiting art in that 
fashion makes a lot more sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, during I, during uh during Flower and Garden, they do put topiaries and stuff over there. And oh yeah, they have kids play areas oh, yeah. and, all that kind of stuff. and like a yeah. playground and stuff like that. But um, and is that part of the challenge then that the, because this one runs all the way to February? And the next one starts in March. If they have to pre-plan some of that space yeah. for flower and garden, maybe they can't use it right now for the art exhibit. Or, or they just don't. Or they're just sure that they can't do the remove and replace in the right, right. time frame. Yeah, right, that's exactly. a good point. I mean, it's not like going into you know again, World Showplace is essentially a convention hall. You go to the Jacob Javits Center in New York, or you go to you know TD Ameritrade, Boston Garden, whatever the hell it's called in Boston. You know, when you, when you have those trade shows, they, they make those booths to be torn down within four hours and be set up probably within six. I can't think that that's the same at Epcot. I mean, they start rolling out the food and wine booths and setting that stuff up weeks beforehand. No. Sure, and some of the topiary stuff is growing. You know, if you go on vacation oh, sure. in February, you already see stuff in place for flower and garden. Yep. Yeah, and and, and again, anything that's living, you know, those those plants, that that makes absolute sense. What I think would be great is if they were to just make it be a true festival park, where you can have a seamless blur. You know, it's almost like. When, when you go from Liberty Square into Frontierland, you can't tell when you necessarily cross the border. Check the garbage cans. Other than that, <laughs> check whether or not there is like a different colored walkway. This yeah, to look for the brown. Yeah. <laughs> what can brown do for you? Um, <laughs> we've all done that backstage tour. We've all heard that. Spiel. Yes, we have. Um, you know, or, or or you know, or even you know, when you can see the tiki room from Frontierland, but it's got what looks like you know the ox horns up top, so it's not completely out of theme. There are ways to blend it. I wonder if they can blend the festivals that way, so that they can be separate and distinct. But maybe part of the art becomes this is floral art we're going to talk about, you know, for the next week. And then that goes right into Flower and Garden. As an now, example. I wanted to interject about the World Showplace. I believe yeah. that is a space that can be rented out yep. for like, you know, a, a wedding reception or like. That's a big what, wedding. Yeah, something like that. I mean, wow. but I mean, you know that there, are, <laughs> you know that there are people who would use that, you know, for something. Or uh, there was some kind of a frozen breakfast that they had for a while. So I mean, that is something that is used for other stuff. So I guess they would have to plan around that and see, like, how lucrative is it to rent this thing out versus using it for a festival? Or well, that, um, that is true, and, and yeah. I will give you that. However, I also know that they will close attractions or even pavilions um, for private parties. Uh huh. So I don't know if that would necessarily change too much. Although, to your point, it's not like they're going to take it out in an expo, put it in for, for a day or two, and then take it out and put it back again. Mm-hmm. And also a point about the festivals being useful or if they're having too many or whatever. Epcot is the only park that has its own annual pass for Florida residents. They have the Epcot Mm. after four. So I think with a lot of the festival stuff or special events at Epcot, they have to sort of make that renewed every once in a while to get these people that are buying the Epcot after four 
to come back. I mean, like, hey, you haven't been in a while. Here's something new. Come over and yeah. see this. I mean, they got to do something to to keep that pass appealing and keep those pass holders interested enough to come back and spend more money. And then we have the, and, the, and that actually goes to Dean's point, that it is not your normal theme park. Because what other theme park in a larger resort has a separate annual pass just for it? And not only one, but several. There's like, mm-hmm. the, there. I mean, I don't know if they still have it, but they have like the after four Epcot pass. That's what I just said, did. bro. Bro. Listen. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not talking. You know, about, Amy. I'm not talking Amy, about some people Florida, listen and no, some no, no. people wait to talk. Oh, <laughs> uh, Dean. Dean, help me here. You know, it's almost like he's recording his own show. Oh. I'm not talking about the Florida. I'm talking about the after four for <laughs> convention goers. Ah. 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 Affectionately known as convention ears. Well, yeah, whether or not they wear their ears. But in any event, that also, like I said, cements Dean's point that it is kind of a park unto itself, that there is no other park like it on Earth. So, you know, it does go back to what Dean was saying, where, you know, it's kind of a park unto itself, and you, you do need to attract those seasonal passes the local residents you got to come back what's new what's different conversely the people that love the things that are new and different we also have disney twitter that wants nothing to change they want the butter chicken at the stand they need to have the pretzel bread with the cheese soup at canada they need to have the pierogies they need to have the kobasi they need to have need to have need to have they had the thing where they closed the margarita stand and twitter lost their ever-loving minds about the Epcot Mexico margarita stand going away. They are building a larger margarita bar. But because that news wasn't announced immediately, it was like, <laughs> this is the worst thing ever. But, but isn't that kind of the point? I mean, we want we want a combination of give me new experiences that I can go back and see for the first time, yes. but I want my favorites to stick around too. And that's attractions, that's shows, that's food items, that's beverage, it's character meats, it's, it's all of that stuff. And you know, there's always obviously give and take on what you can and can't have and what's going to stay and what's not. But, you know, every single time Disney makes a change, everybody gets an uproar and they all survive and they all go back. Yes. And that's more <laughs> the point of what I also find interesting. And I think this is why Epcot has slipped a little bit in my estimation that they don't they hold on a lot to what was old. But then they also update it. They don't necessarily make it better, but they don't add new somewhere else. Yeah, it's the lack of adding new that I think is the big problem at Epcot. And I think that's part of why you're seeing this festival. Yeah. Because it, okay, it, it is new. It is new. And yeah, people I mean, are, are, you know, like Amy, like Amy said, I mean, it, it, it is a welcome addition. Right. Animal Kingdom is going to have something new this summer. Uh, obviously, the studio is well under the way of getting new things. But Magic Kingdom has had lots of new, and Epcot's been the one sitting around. But this is a quick way to give a new experience particularly i think for locals like you were talking before without having to invest a ton and still be able to get some happy return it's not necessarily even just money return although i think that's going to come too yeah but it's at least some you know we went to epcot again we still enjoyed it and i well, think they're and, also and as long as it takes them to build new stuff like if they said hey we're going to uh, you know, heaven forbid they say this, but hey, we're gonna bulldoze Ellen's Energy Adventure and put in what? And put in something big and new and great. It would take them like 
three to five years no. to open that. So like, what are yeah. we going to do till then? You know, like you have and, it. And I mean, not for nothing. You, you're right. The energy adventure, those photo cells on the roof. Can you imagine putting up like current photo cells? I, I, I think I remember from the tour, it was like, we can run one sixth of this attraction with the sunlight garnered from the nine acre roof. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, if you put up like current solar cells, you could probably power half the park. Oh, they built <laughs> they built a new solar farm. I want to say they started it within yeah. the last year, and it's shaped like a Mickey silhouette. It's just outside of of Epcot, but yeah, yeah they have a new solar farm. So and, like, that, and that's like a power plant. Yeah. So, yeah, so they can, they can I update, mean, it, it but, takes yeah. them. It takes them so long to do stuff with actual attractions yeah. that they're gonna have to have something in the meantime, like modular you know throw this out like a festival and i mean i didn't know anything about this festival even happening until i think until i got down here like i hadn't heard anything about festival of the arts and you know then what? here's all this stuff like wow I think that's nice. this is great I think that's yeah. nice yeah and like it doesn't they didn't raise an admission price like it doesn't cost any more to get into the park than it did before right. when they have these festivals it's the same admission price you can do a lot of the stuff for no extra charge i mean if you're gonna buy the food you have to pay for the food if you're gonna do some of the the lessons or the seminar stuff sure. you have to pay i i want to say like the um the the animation thing it's it's just like the one that they had at the studios but they're having it i think in interventions like an animation lesson i think that's free I, uh, you know, there's stuff to do that's that's free for these festivals. There's no extra admission, and it's fun stuff. Like I'm, I'm not really sure where the complaints. I, I don't know how the complaints are justified about there's too many festivals. I mean, it's an addition. It's not taking anything away, as far as I can tell, except like. If you go on the weekend during food and wine and you see some super drunk people that have been overserved in the heat, you know what I mean? Like, that are okay. book authors. You know, I mean, yeah, you know. Okay. <laughs> or, or it's just so crowded now during some of those festival times that it, people kind of long for the day of, you know, if this festival wasn't here, I'd be able to go into Epcot and enjoy it as my local park. Right. And, and not to get off at a rant. Nothing Disney Twitter is prouder of than seeing Disney in the top 10 of attendance, and nothing Disney Twitter hates more than a crowded theme park. I don't, don't understand how you can have both of those opinions. Mm-hmm. I want it, I want Disney to do great numbers, but not when I'm here. Not when I'm here. Exactly. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> not for me. Not when I'm here. Um, but yeah, I mean, the festivals, I have no complaint with the festivals. I mean, it does make it more crowded in World Showcase. I give you that. But, I mean... We solved for that earlier. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, there's the attractions are not going to be crowded. I don't think. If you're wanting to go and not do the festival stuff, you know, just go do the attractions and, you know, go eat some meals. I'm sure the restaurants are not going to be crowded either if it's a food festival. People are going to well, be and that's, that. So. Yeah, and, that, and that's what that was what was always interesting and different in my mind from when they do the parties at the Magic Kingdom because A, they close the park. So mm -hmm. you do have to have that separate, separate hard ticket to get in. It is an add-on. It's an addition. 
so it is something that you wouldn't normally get. But to your point, if people are going to Food & Wine to sample the food booths, all of a sudden it's a little easier to get that La Cellier if you want that. Mm-hmm. Or it's a little easier to get in, well, Nine Dragons, but, um, <laughs> you know, to, to it, it, it makes it a little easier to get into those restaurants because other people are checking out the new things. So, you know, maybe maybe that is time to see if you can get in there. And I tell you what, apparently that during Food & Wine, that's like the hardest time to get a room at like Beach Club Villas, oh, yeah. oh, Boardwalk yeah. oh, yeah. Villas. Oh, yeah. There's like yep. zero availability. Like people book it immediately. Like the owner, the people who own Beach Club Villas, they're like, yep, book. They're like 11 months out, you know? So I actually know people that bought DVC resale at Boardwalk and they would actually, they shopped which points they were going to buy based on when their use year begins. Oh, yeah. So that they get Before their 11 that. month window starts in like August. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I, I totally I get that. That's really smart. You get, 11, you get 11 months from the first day of food and wine. It's really smart. And even if they move food and wine up, it doesn't matter. They're covered because it's August is when they're use year. That's super smart. Yep. Well, you know, it, it took a lot of homework and, you know, some people are not that into their Disney vacations. But if you're listening to this podcast, you are. Well, I think it's yep. one of those things when any timeshare, you need to really be cognizant of when you think you want to go most yes. and plan around that. That yes. just makes sense. And I know Disney's obviously more flexible than the you know old school, you have week 35, blah, blah, blah. But th- that's one of the factors. It's where where you're going to stay and when you're going to stay, I think, really does drive a lot of that decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... Go oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, so do you think this Festival of the Arts is here to stay? Maybe not in this form, but do you think... The January to mid-February six-week celebration of the arts will be at Epcot in January 2018. It seems like stuff that Disney does in January and February has a really difficult time sticking around. Pirate and Princess parties. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say, the Pirate and Princess parties. I went to two of those in one vacation because I had so much fun at the first one. I was like, I got to go to a second one. Like... (laughs) <laughs> you know, I had money set aside for, like, souvenirs or whatever, and I was like, forget yeah. that. I want to go to Pirate Princess again, you know? I mean, they, they had a parade. They had special fireworks. The rides were... The park was, like, deserted, and that's why they didn't have them again, because there wasn't because a demand. Because were deserted. Yeah, yeah, it was because... Well, I was literally deserted, because I had yummy... De- <laughs> <laughs> literally deserted. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, I mean... And yet, you know, two of their big running events, the Marathon Weekend and Princess Weekend, are in the first two months of the year. What's interesting, though, about those is I think people come for the race and then leave. And I think that was part of, you know, the Pirate and Princess Party was not a draw enough to get people to go down there and stay for a vacation. However, if you were there while it was going on, it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. We checked in. Yeah, oh, I'm ahead. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Because I, oh. I didn't get a chance to go. That wasn't a time. I've never even gone to Flower and Garden because the first half of the year, other than race weekend, seems to be impossible for us to visit Walt Disney World. Mm. We checked yeah. in on the Sunday of race weekend. And yes, and it was crazy in the lobby and in the re- sort area it was as busy as i've ever seen it and they said when we checked in like we got in early in the morning like like 10 30 maybe to check in 
And they said that it was a huge turnover day. The last day oh, yeah. of the marathon. To yep. your point, Polly, like people check out on the last day of the marathon and then they leave. Like they don't stay. A Most of them don't stay after that. Apparently he said it was a huge turnover day and not to expect our room to be ready, you know, at least until oh, yeah. four or after. Yeah. Mousekeeping mouse oh, yeah. has a lot of work to do. Oh, yeah. No doubt. People get, they get overwhelmed because it's exactly that. It's a race weekend. And I think a lot of people, particularly not running the marathon, turn it into that. So, yeah. like Paulie said, it's, it's hard to get down on vacation that time of year. You may have kids back in school yep. or you may work in a, in a school system where it's, you know, beginning of the year can be a, very busy in certain uh, industries. So, you might be able to pull off getting Friday off or maybe Thursday and Friday if you're lucky. So you fly down there and you run either the 5K, the 10K, or the half, and you're all flying home on Sunday to get right back to work on Monday. So it's that doesn't surprise me at all that you experienced that. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you said 10.30 in the morning. So with the marathon starting at 5.30, you also probably had some race finishers. just And they're just leaving. And they're leaving. You know, it's yeah. like they get back, they're going to shower. Maybe they got a you know um, an early afternoon flight. If they take a Magical Express, they're getting picked up. They're getting picked up three hours ahead of time. So yeah. you know for that for that two p.m. flight, they're they're waiting for Magical Express at eleven. So that means they're there waiting and just sitting around hanging out. And you know to your point, Amy, there's been many a time where we've gone down and been leaving. You know, kind of the opposite, where we would leave before the Christmas rush or before the Thanksgiving rush or before the Halloween rush, because we'd be leaving two or three days beforehand. So we were mm -hmm. those people that were checking out. And, and the amount of people waiting in line to check in was just, it was staggering. I mean, you know, most of the time when we would be checking in at Saratoga Springs, if I tell you that there were three other people in the lobby, that would be normal. One of them is like at the concierge trying to get something done. And then it's us and another party checking in. Mm -hmm. We went down... Um, for Christmas week, oh, golly boy, howdy. I mean, the lines went all the way around that, that, um... Wow, deep into your Kentucky roots there. <laughs> yeah. it, 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 it's my inner, uh, Sheriff Woody. The, oh, um... as I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not Gomer Pyle, but, uh, <laughs> But the line actually went around the carousel horse couch thing that is in the middle of the rotunda at Saratoga Springs. It, it, it was to the point where me and my dad went to the rest of our family, look, you guys go sit by the pool because we are going to be in here easily for an hour and a half just waiting. And that's what it was. Yeah, it gets crazy. But, mm -hmm. you know, it, when, it, when it comes to getting down there, nice, Sal. When it comes down to um, going down in the, latter, in the latter half of the year, I wonder if it's because the holidays in the first, and this, you know, this definitely holds true for the United States. The holidays in the first half of the year don't tend to get a day tacked on because they tend to be, it is always going to be the third Monday of the year. Um, you know, so you get one day for President's Day. You get one day for Dr. Martin Luther King. You get one day for, you know, Memorial Day in May. But when you get Good to the... Friday. Yeah, you get Good Friday or maybe Easter Monday. Um, depending on your school district or, or what schools you're in. When you get to the second half of the year, the 4th of July, sometimes my company gives me two days. If the 4th is on a Thursday, we'll get Thursday and Friday off. For Thanksgiving, you get two days. Typically, companies will give Christmas and the day after Christmas or Christmas Eve off. Depends on who you work for, of course, but 
those tend to happen in the second half of the year. I wonder if that has anything to do with it just gets more crowded down there. Well, I think you're pointing to a common travel times and, and, you know, back to Amy's point about nothing sticking in January. It's be- also because a lot of people just don't vacation there in January. So when you're pull, you know, you've, you've done the whole Christmas rush, you've done the food and wine festival, you've done Halloween, you know, Halloween party, Christmas party, all those other. You're reasons. done celebrating. Yeah, like you've done the big celebration. The the year started back up again. You know, seventy five percent of the country has made a resolution to lose weight and spend less money. <laughs> and then now you got like the first two months, three months of the year. Where Disney's thinking, okay, how many people down here? And obviously, races have been successful. Yeah, I don't know that this art festival is a it's a nice add-on, but I don't think it's a draw. Yeah, I agree. And that that'll be the interesting part to see if, because it looks like they're able to pull this off, and it's not a lot of additional operating cost, they may keep it as something to try to pull folks for a weekend that are within driving distance or something like that. But I, I don't know that it's going to be a uh, it might be permanent, but I don't think it's going to be as large and as invested as the other mm. two big festivals we know of. It also is before tax return season. I mean, I think a lot of people, if they file their taxes early as soon as they get them, and then that kind of can fund a spring break trip. Right. But, you know, January, February, they're, they're, you're paying off your bills from the holidays. That's what I was about to say. People are yeah. still recuperating from all these expenditures during the holidays. Yeah. You know, you're traveling to see family. You're traveling to see friends. You're going to see shows. You're going to see movies. Rogue One. You're going to see... Um, you're La La Land. La- oh, I was listening to it on my way to record this. Um, it, it just, yeah. It, 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 that's another good point. I mean, it's kind of like the hangover. It's the hangover period of the year. Where- or the hangover too. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> All right, so this is our first of the six weeks of the year festival. Then, obviously, we jump into Flower and Garden. Yes. And then towards the end of the year, we have Food and Wine and then the Christmas holiday celebration. Yes. Do you think there'll ever be a summer festival? And if so, what would you do? What would you do from, say, post-Memorial Day until Labor Day as a festival at Epcot? Surf lessons. <laughs> In the- they, they already have the <laughs> water park for that. Have like water skiing in the lagoon. <laughs> oh, splashtacular! The return Remember of splashtacular. Yeah, nice. they used to have like characters doing stuff Goofy. in the water. Oh and yeah. And you could do it on Seven Seas Lagoon and the World Showcase Lagoon. <laughs> yeah, at Epcot or uh, uh, Donald in his giant fan uh, parasailing thing. Does, does Donald have the most awkward bathing suit or what? Why does he wear a bathing suit when he doesn't wear pants? <laughs> he's a duck. No he doesn't sense. need he's any water gear. He's a duck. Hey, he wears no pants all day, and then when they're going to go in the water, he puts pants on. It's and so a weird. sailor suit. Why would a sailor need to get changed? <laughs> oh my gosh! They That's need so to. Fun. They need to. To um. You know what? A, Donald's a, a d- veteran, and you should honor our veterans, Dean. Indeed, I do, but most veterans I know wear pants all day long. I will say most. I do have an idea for a summer festival. But it goes back to what I was talking about a little bit with the, the countries need to be a little bit more front and center in World Showcase. Teen Beach Movie. A, yeah. yeah that, would, that would be what's going on at the USA. Party in the USA. Um, they I actually think... played that yesterday when our boat pulled up to You've the west side. You've got to be kidding me. Party what in the USA. 
Westside. It was party in the USA before it, they played something else. They played like some little like pop R and B kind of song, and then they and then it was party in the USA. That's a funny. Fantastic that's, song. That's funny. It is catchy. Um, I think what they should do, or what they could do, along the lines of the storytellers, is when you go to the different countries. Almost every country has some kind of in their history a summer solstice type of cultural significance. Um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking specifically Norway. That is when the sun doesn't set. I mean, we, we were actually on the Disney cruise, and I believe there were um, one of one of our cruise days, and I think it, it coincided with Father's Day. There was literally two and a half hours of quote-unquote nighttime. The sun went down and then kind of went, hey, what's going on? <laughs> not, not too much longer. <laughs> um, it would be very interesting to see Mexico, you know, with, with some of the Aztec, um, you know, definitely sun worshiping. Um, you know, get, getting into real, the cultural aspects of what the sun and summer means to those cultures. I think in future world, you could also talk about the sun in a more scientific sense. I think you could talk about how the sun interacts with all of the different aspects of future world. How does the sun affect our communications? How does the sun affect our imagination? You could talk about seasonal affective disorder with sadness. You could have how the sun is affecting um, universe of energy with solar panels. How sun affects the growing things in the land. And you should listen to the land we all love. Not so easy, is it, Paul? <laughs> oh, I was done. Now I'm just listening. I'm going to check my kingdom. <laughs> I'm sure that there's a few listeners that have no idea what song that is, and that's oh, really yeah. sad. And a co-host. You don't know what? that's the original Universe of Energy, like, thematic score the night the wonderful 1970s style ballad of energy i wasn't alive then yes dean. you were well amy dean. wasn't alive dean amy was like negative 10 when epcot came out dean do you really not know what that is i think you're gonna have to sing more of it i wasn't quite sure can we try again Oh my goodness! I, Sass Master uh, General is in the uh, the Sass level is growing. Oh my gosh! I oh oh, I I know something that I can add. I know Numbers. something that I can add. Just Volume. hang hang on, hang on. On-site reporting. Hang on. We can, well, hold on for one more day. Papa, uh, oh, we're back to Wilson Phillips. Oh. If you listen to the bacon bit, Dean. I start laughing listening to Amy laugh on Seven Dwarfs Mine Trade. I'm not allowed to listen to it, apparently. You know, I'm not. Uh, no, 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 no. Seven Dwarfs Mine Trade oh, is, is there, a bacon bit that it, I posted well, before released. we recorded. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was thinking of the Legoland. Listen to this 70s glory. Beautiful. Makes me just want to snap. Here we go. 
Feel the flow. See it grow. That's what she said. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how Amy is doing this in Walt Disney World. Because I have more than one mobile device, <laughs> and I can play one percenter music. <laughs> one percenter. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jeez. You're in Walt Disney World for two weeks, okay, there, Miss? Yeah, but how many times do you go within the year? None. Added, added up. None. No, I'm added talking up. to Dean. That's so mathy of you. None. All right, um, I know I, I gave for, my yep. idea for a summer festival. Amy, did you give your idea for a summer festival? Yeah, I think, I think that got interrupted. I mean, <laughs> an idea... It was girl uh, interrupted. Let me think. An nice. idea for a summer festival at Epcot... I mean, you know that it would just be like characters coming out with inner tubes <laughs> on, and like <laughs> I mean, a... you know, it would be something dumb like a beach so they festival. So they create River Country, is what you're saying? Oh my gosh, it would be something like that. Like, hey, 1930s bathing suit, goofy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, let's just walk. Let's just grab the characters from Kate May Cafe and walk them over here. No. And- and say that this is a beach festival. I mean, I don't know. I don't. My my first idea was like beach party, like have a have a new daytime show in the lagoon. A new daytime. I mean, you you jokingly said Splashtacular, but like, how long has it been since there's been anything for daytime in the Man, lagoon over there? I can't remember. Honestly, I can't remember the last time there was a daytime anything in Epcot. Like that. They could have a. They could even have a daytime show in the Future World Fountain. They've had shows there before. Um, yeah, I mean, like, it, like they, seriously, the latest thing I remember is like characters on parade and the Millennium Celebration. But we're talking 17 years ago. <laughs> and then we had Wela. That's Wayla, what I'm talking about. Wayla. Well, I was thinking if that was daytime, or I mean, even that—that that was sort of like evening. Yeah, yeah, because that led into. To reflections of Earth, so you're right. Yeah. That was more dusk-ish. Um, Characters on Parade was fun because that was kind of like the traditional opening of the World Showcase, which mm-hmm. that ended when they put in the Princess Character Breakfast because they needed to have people <laughs> make it, make make their way to Norway, which no one was eating at Akershus. In the summer, there are a lot more kids in Walt Disney mm-hmm. World because everyone's mm-hmm. out of school. So it would have to be something that would be appealing to kids, like... Nothing but Kid Cop fun stops. <laughs> Bring back Barbie. <laughs> wow. Convertible. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, I, I keep thinking, like, what are the iconic things for summer? Like, swimming, uh, cookouts. Mm. Like, have some have some sponsor bring out barbecues and have barbecues all over the... Like, gas On the ranges. Savannah gas Animal Kingdom. Yeah, <laughs> Polly. Game deal going on. Oh my yes, gosh. Yes, it. Yes, it got dark. <laughs> Hosted by to... Gaston. Gaston's Lodge can have some. Uh, oh, that's dessert. fantastic. You had to make it dark. Put the Ellen animatronic in a swimsuit and at Ellen's Energy Adventure. Redo, redo <laughs> the it. pre-show. Just, so 
they just redress all of the audio animatronic shows. <laughs> so, like, you're going through... They're... American Adventure would look awesome. <laughs> Put, like, a bikini on a T-Rex in, in the, in oh, the oh. energy pavilion. I'm thinking, you know, if you hang a clothesline Gary, in the land. Oh, no. <laughs> You'd have um, a clothesline hung up at that house on Living with the Land. It's got... It's got bloomers and bathing suits hanging <laughs> off of it. Disney towels drying on the line. Yeah, there have you go. The goat, have the goat chewing on, like, a bikini top or something. <laughs> copper tone. Copper tone. Um, <laughs> suntan dog. lotion. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> the extra extra the dog is running pulling, yeah. stand. Yeah, the dog is pulling the bathing suit off, like, a four-year-old girl. Oh, you missed Dean's idea. Have the extra extra New York Daily kid running a lemonade stand. <laughs> That's funny. That's oh funny. And then he can turn him back around again. Then he'd be facing you again. Oh my god. Pulling a glass of lemonade. Oh man. We're absolutely ridiculous. I like oh it. My, I like the easiest it. one the easiest one to do would be the seas with Nemo and Friends because Crush already does those jokes about bikinis oh, at yes, Turtle he Talk. He sure what, does, brah. What is this for, brah? <laughs> Dean, do you have an idea for a summer festival? Uh, you know, Amen. Amy sort of touched on Amen. 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 This recording's almost over. Almost. Um, hey. <laughs> we're gonna close it up. Hey. Amy sort of touched on it. I was thinking, and actually, you, you mentioned too, Polly, the whole idea of characters on holiday. I think you you can get countries to spend some of their tourism advertising dollars sponsoring booths for the summer about what their locales do for holiday, what they offer. That's interesting. Yeah. You could open up, you know, that that would lead to your food booths and some of your demo. And obviously, I, I think Amy's right with the amount of children that are there on summer vacation. The character on holiday portion of that would really lend itself to, you know, entertaining the children and, and offering some of those types of ideas. So I think that whole vacation idea, the vacation while you're on vacation uh, might be the way to go with a Which... summer house. Yeah, which is what the promise of World Showcase was at the beginning when it was pitched to these countries. Hey, spend some tourism dollars and we will send people to your actual country. Yeah, that didn't work out until Frozen came out. Literally. Yes. No, that's been incredible for them, though. Literally. That is what it took, and it had nothing to do with Epcot. They They could also have tourism, like extra tourism stuff set up at, like, the France Pavilion for Disneyland Paris Resort, the China Pavilion for Shanghai Disneyland. Yeah. Um, they they, yeah, they do kind that. of shy away from that, don't they? They do. They don't. That's true. They should what? cross promote. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind it. It just makes sense. They absolutely should cross promote the heck out of the international parks. Absolutely. Unless they're concerned that when the guests go to Tokyo, just like everybody else, they go there and they're yes. ruined. They're ruined oh. on the domestic parks. <laughs> Tokyo Disney Seas well, is the greatest thing of all time. Why not have a, a Caribbean booth and promote DCL? Or you know, get some cruise line advertising going on. Caribbean Beach Resort. Put the Disney Wonder in Seven Seas Lagoon. It would fit. It, are you, yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? It, it fantasy would fit. might not. No, the <laughs> fantasy and the dream wouldn't fit. Uh, how would well, you how would you run the ferries like oh just 
you, you wouldn't. You would board the ship, you'd walk to the other end, and then you'd get back off the ship. <laughs> they would close the monorail down and be like, this is your only way to get across. You gotta walk Good across luck, the ship. Good it's luck, bro. It's kind of like bro. when the dog goes to sleep in the middle of the kitchen. It's like, oh. Oh, yeah. Over you now. They always do it, like, and then they always lay on their side with the legs yes. sticking straight out, too. <laughs> Be Which as large is like, as possible. Oh, Take up yes. as much surface area as possible. Yes. You will trip. Yes. They're and so then when you step over them, When you step over them, that, that's when they lift their head up. They lift their head up and they might actually like sit up as well. And then their <laughs> motion makes you trip because you don't yes. want to trip over them and hurt them. Yes. I don't want to oh kick you gosh. in the head. What are you doing? Yes. <laughs> They're like startled that you would that you would invade their space. Yes. What, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you? Huh? <laughs> oh my god! Now goodness. you sound like the dinosaur from Doc McStuffins. <laughs> I, I I wouldn't know. Amy knows. I yes. know. But I got to tell you, summertime Epcot, making Epcot relevant again—that is the good stuff. This has been the good stuff. Thank you for listening to Butter and Bacon. For personalized trip planning services and expertise, please contact Becca via email at Becca at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, on Twitter at AIOT Travel, or visit our website, AdventuresOutThereTravel.com, where you can get more information, read our blog, subscribe to our newsletter, and request a quote. Let them know Butter and Bacon sent you. You can follow Butter and Bacon on Twitter at Butter and Bacon. Instagram as Butter and Bacon Podcast. And please contact us via email at butterandbaconpodcast at gmail.com. To get the good stuff delivered hot and fresh, please subscribe to Butter and Bacon in your podcast app of choice. Their hands. Polly? No, it's not me. I don't have any collars. <laughs> Polly, Amy, got, knock it you off. You got a ring around your collar over there, Amy? No, nice. I'm actually holding the microphone out from my head. Oh, don't drop it. <laughs> don't drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> to the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Dance! Oh, our listeners. I'm filling your brain like a poisonous mushroom. (laughs) (laughs) If if rhyme was a drug, I'd sell them out of the gram. (laughs) I mean, you can go and enjoy the... You can enjoy the... (laughs) Gonna eat you. You're a festival. (laughs) You're a... (laughs) You're a buffet. You're a festival. Are <laughs> we gonna? You're a festival. Ow! Is this show gonna be released at all? It's gonna be nothing but outtakes. It's gonna be a four-minute show and thirty-eight minutes of outtakes. He's gonna play the intro, immediately play the outro, and then play the show. Oh now we're Seinfeld? What is that? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Oh, okay, Polly, since you want to be starting something, I guess. I got to be starting something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too, too oh high to get over. Gosh. Oh, too my gosh. Too low to get under. <laughs> Amy's stuck Amy's in Amy's caught in the middle. <laughs> okay. Um, back to the... MAGA! <laughs> You are you are very stuttery in your. Yeah, your audio sucks, man. That, that's another way to put it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, that works. Look at I that love hardware. It. Nope, they're stuttery. Dude, stuttery you're, no, you're not. Your audio is. You're the best. The, your audio is the liberal right. worst. I know what man. I did. Wow. Harsh. Is that better? <laughs> no, <Harsh>. it's terrible. <laughs> God. You suck at audio. It's terrible. Really? You better focus on the visual because you're terrible at audio. Wow. Mm. It's terrible. I'm pretty man. bad on the visual too. <laughs> if Charles Barkley was on this show right now, he'd tell Charles. you you're terrible. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. Your audio is terrible. All right. Um, I'm gonna try hanging up. Can I do that for you? Because it would be really fun. There. <laughs> It's not any better? So far, so good. Okay. So as I say, I'm on a completely different device. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. We'll we'll leave you to your own devices. Mm. Your face is on a completely different device. Your mom is on a completely different device. (gasps) It's my pregame nerves. Uh, uh. (laughs) (laughs) Pregame nerves. Pre-game jitters. The big game. As long as he doesn't throw up. <laughs> oh my gosh. The first couple of times we recorded, I seriously thought I was going to bomb. Like, I what? was so nervous. <laughs> Why would you be nervous? It was Polly's audio, huh? Was that bad? No, I was so nervous. I was terrified. Oh, you guys. I'm really fortunate that I've not gotten a sunburn in all of these days that I've been down here. I usually turn into a lobster on, like, my neck. You, you <laughs> we could sell you for sixty five ninety nine at, at the restaurant. You have, you've told me in the past, Amy, that when you're in Florida too long, you start to look too much like Piglet. I don't know if you remember telling me that. I start to look like Oinkins. That's what I start to look like. You start to glow. I start to glow. Isn't there someone named like, I don't know, she's Busy Phipps. Or is she Busy Phillips? <laughs> do you know who I'm talking about? I do. She's a... That's getting jiggy with it. Not busy. Get this... busy, child. <sighs> This whole episode, are we actually going to release? Yes, we are. Okay. Have we started? <laughs> we are. We have. We started. Should we start Festivals over? Are fun. No, we are I've, not starting over. I've been we are in the kitchen to look through. for lunch at this point. We cannot repeal and replace this episode. We are going. <laughs> it also is very interesting in my mind to have Epcot be this. Other destination. I totally lost my train of thought. What the hell was I going to say? <laughs> In the middle of speaking, Amy threw me off my groove. 
Oh, Drew me I... up my groove. All right. All right, Stella, why don't you get that back? No, 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 no. Cusco. Every time we do the podcast, no this happens to me at least like three times. I'll be talking, oh. and then I'll think, wait, I'm talking. What am I talking about? And then I could. I had a natural it. tie. I had a natural <laughs> tie. <sighs> it's okay, Paul. Damn it. I'm Janet. the worst, man. You guys shouldn't have asked. You're you the best. guys shouldn't have asked me to be on this. You podcast. have grown our audience tremendously. Have I really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. Really. And and Amy, some of them are not in the United States. That's right. International sensation. Yes, it had a map. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm the map. I'm the, I'm map. the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. God, <laughs> you guys are out of control. You're I out couldn't of control. tell if the map or backpack was worse. No, the backpack was worse. Backpack, 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 yeah, backpack, backpack. What the hell was my point about Epcot? I don't know, but Pajama Day got rescheduled at my kid's school. So. That's terrible. The kids will not be pleased. You know, I wonder if Dora the Explorer would say Maharaja. Maharo- I believe she would. Maharoha. And uh, Kilimanjaro. <laughs> that was the best. Kilimanjaro. <laughs> Kilimanjaro. I laughed. Killing in the name of. I yes. laughed. And I laughed. And I laughed. What the heck was I going to say about Upcut? Every person comes out tired? No. Every paycheck. Got your money? Every paycheck comes on Tuesday? Mm. No, it doesn't. Thursday. Thursday. Comes on Thursday. Oh, well, you know. You guys, for some reason, you guys think I know what I'm talking about. You do. That's on you, bro. All right. What were we talking about before Amy slandered me? No idea. Well, I mean, I can't help it that... I think Animal Kingdom. You weren't listening. No, it wasn't Animal Kingdom. (laughs) I can't help it that you weren't listening to what I was saying. Oh, I remember what it was. Okay. Save this one there, edit man. Yeah, I will. (laughs) They could even do world. they could even do like twenty four hour day at Epcot. Oh, that would be you no, know, that'd be fun if there was like more than three rides. Wow. It's like the chipmunk version or something. Thanks to Amazon Prime. The nonstop music workout hit version. Oh. And the Deanie song is on. Well, he's got his hands up. It's like too fast, too. What's going on here? They do that so they don't have to pay royalties. I guess because it's the workout version. That's a good point. It's 120 beats per minute. (laughs) It's good so you can do your um, your uh, um, not cycling. What's that stuff called? When you're when you're doing the fast pace bicycle with like no resistance. Yes, thank you. The spin classes terrifying those people terrify me they're they're moving they're moving far too fast for far too long (laughs) what were you gonna say that they could do at future world i hear la la land i I told you i downloaded the soundtrack oh it's fantastic did you get the soundtrack and the score uh yes yeah your face is an audio animatronic wow your mom is is. an audio animatronic (gasps) Hey, hey 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 what we will not take that from you. What? Stop That's a being... good thing. She's, she's not like 
she's not she's not like a small world doll at audio animatronic. She's more like Sir. Jingle bell, jingle bam.